Baseline Podcast, the pod where normal people become incrementally less shit. I'm Stacey Fisher. And I'm Taryn Hedo. And together, we're sisters trying to reach our goals without losing our shit. Before we begin, I'd like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the lands in which we are recording this podcast for us today. That is the lands of the Gadigal and Wurundjeri peoples. Sovereignty was never ceded and always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Mm. All right, should we start with batshittery? What have you brought for me today? What do you think of when you hear the term 15-minute city? I think of Adrian and (laughs) our brother, who is a town planner, and could go on about this very boring topic for a long time. But I do, like, I think it's great, right? I think it's a great idea to be able to go to the grocery store, a medical appointment, do everything you need within 15 minutes of your home. It's how I live. I live in Balmain. I'm very fortunate. I think everybody should be able to walk their neighbourhoods and do what they need to do. I think it's great. Yeah. So you and I have had this concept in our heads our whole lives. I think about SimCity 4, the Maxis Uh game released in 2003 where it makes sense to have amenities near your citizens. Uh, I Obviously, our brother is an urban planner. Uh, My ex studied urban planning. Uh, People I play sport with are urban planners. So Yeah, why do we know so many urban planners? I don't know. But (laughs) (sighs) I've... This concept has been familiar to me for a very, very long time. And I understand it's not familiar to everyone. I understand, like, sometimes this is the first time, you know, as the rise of this conspiracy theory has happened in the last few weeks, that this is the first time people have heard this term. Me and you have heard this term our entire lives. Like, this is a very basic tenant of of modern urban planning. This is not new. However... Over the last uh, week or so, I I don't know how long this conspiracy theory has been bubbling under the surface, but it's been brought to mainstream attention over the last week or so, where there are a group Mm -hmm. of people online uh, who believe that the 15-minute city concept is a way to enforce further lockdowns by locking people within 15-minute cities so as if it was like a prison or something uh wild and wacky accusations like barricades between cities people are saying that you'll need a pass to travel freely within your city well i mean that that is kind of my life at the moment like i feel like i need a passport to cross the harbour bridge (laughs) and i basically am like locked in to my suburb by the wall of traffic on Victoria Road. Oh, so do not maybe say there's that. something in this conspiracy theory, Taryn. Don't say <laughs> that. I think look, I'm not gonna go deep into the weeds of who's saying what, but like all you need to know is that there there are there are people who genuinely believe that this concept is a new concept that is being used uh by the government to push a to to lock everyone down and i really encourage you to do a one minute google to figure out why that is not the case (laughs) but i I think the the thing that it's really like hammered home to me is that and i sort of knew this before with sort of covid conspiracies and things sometimes people simply live on a different plane of existence like on a different plane of reality to me and you And you can't argue. Mm. And this is the difficult thing because I cannot have a conversation with one of these people and say, you are talking shit 
like this is what the term means and has meant in urban planning for 30 years. And by the way, 15-minute cities currently exist. There yeah. is like a large proportion of the Sydney Basin that live in a 15-minute city. Yeah, like this is just a, it, it is a best practice urban planning concept that has existed yeah. forever. Most of Melbourne and, lives in a 15-minute city. Yeah, to try and make people's lives slightly easier instead of like mm-hmm. sprawling car suburbia. But you, yeah. you can't actually have that conversation because their reality is parallel to my reality. Mm. They're in, in their reality, the government is out to get them and this will be, you know, they will be locked up and this is a new thing that the government is pushing and you, you cannot talk people out of this. And Where did they come up with the idea that there's going to be barricades and wa- like you're going to be walled into your 15-minute city? I think how these things spread is someone just says that online and then people just run with it. Like it, it really does run parallel with a lot of uh, lockdown conspiracies about how the government's trying to control you and, and all of these sorts of things. And like any good conspiracy, there's a grain of truth in it. Yes, government surveillance is a problem. Yes, the metadata yeah. laws are a problem. Yes, they have yeah. been misused in the past to lock up activists and and things yeah. like that. It is there there is a documented misuse of metadata by the ACT police where there was like sixty to eighty breaches where they incorrectly accessed people's metadata. Like this is like it happens, right? Uh, mm-hmm. So th- th- there's like a grain of truth in all of this. But the, it just. Gets but how taken does having your an- physio and your pharmacy and your kids' swimming lessons within a 15 minute radius of you like how how is that connected to the increase in surveillance which is happening regardless of where you live and what your amenities are like who knows who knows but okay this is the conspiracy theory uh just so you know i didn't know that it was happening a few days ago uh and now i do and so now everyone listening has to know as well yeah. Did it's, you see the little girl that, that like that was at the rally and she was 12 and was talking about how she won't be able to leave her suburb and and everyone was like, "Ah, oh, you know, burn Greta Thunberg at the stake, but this little girl, she knows what's up." What? That yeah, there was some child. kid at a rally, 12 year old. If... Yeah, I felt really sad. Yeah, because she's if like, you're she's being genuinely told. fearful. Yeah. Yeah, because she's being told that's what's going to happen and there are people out to get her and everyone else is... Yeah, it's it's batshit. It's also sad. Well, I'll give you an example of the real-world reality of these conspiracy theories. I was at the airport um, getting getting wheeled out and, you know, the, as sometimes happens, um, the staff member asked me what, was, what the go was, <laughs> why I needed mm. a wheelchair, and, you know, I said, oh, it's, it's long COVID. Uh, I've got someone called POTS. And she said you sure it wasn't the vaccine? And I was like, yeah, I'm certain Who it said wasn't that the to vaccine. You? One of the staff member, the Qantas staff member. And I said, no, I'm oh, certain sh- it's not the vaccine because it was, I had my vaccine like three or four months pre-COVID and I was completely fine. And she yeah. goes, oh, I, I don't trust it. I only got mine because if I didn't, I would have lost my job, but they forced me to. And there's something going on there. I reckon the vaccine's to blame. I looked at her and yeah, yeah. I... Was the vaccine to blame for the millions of people that had pots before covid yeah it was all a little bit strange and and that sort of 
thinking and that sort of encounter is a real world consequence, consequence yeah. of this mm. sort of thinking and it, it you know that obviously that rattled me a little it's bit gross. it's gross it, yeah. it rattled me a little bit because you're not taking me in my word firstly no. and secondly yeah don't give me this conspiracy theory when like, I you when fucking I know need it. You're in a wheelchair being wheeled through the airport. Fuck off. But yeah. God, these people make me angry. So yeah. Batchery. Yeah. Fifteen okay. minute cities. Right. Maybe I could okay. maybe I can be wheeled by that employee within fifteen minutes of my house to, to get to where I'm <laughs> So I don't want to be part of the fifteen minute cities. So I want you to come and wheel me <laughs> um, every day. Away from the 15-minute city. All right. What is your bad shittery this week? Okay. I have something much lighter than that. I have a bit of a argy-barge that uh, Chelsea Handler had with some blokes from Fox News. Have you heard about this? I don't know who Chelsea Handler is, so you're going to have to explain. I don't have a clue. Uh, Okay. She's a, you know, a hot, gravelly-voiced comedian who's a bit left-wing and a bit alternative and that she makes uh, white men at Fox News really mad. And she just recently posted a satirical clip about the day in the life of a woman who is child-free by choice. And it was hilarious. It was clearly satirical because she talked about inventing a time machine and being shot to space. So, <laughs> like, also, yes. I just looked this up because I hadn't seen it. This is apparently, yeah. like, the first line. This is a day in the life of a childless woman. I wake up at 6am. I remember that I have no kids to take to school, so I take an edible, masturbate, and go back to sleep. Right? <laughs> like, that's not what any... Oh, my God. It is making the men of Fox News really mad. So let me just play some of the commentary from the men of Fox News. point is to make you feel good about being in aging, deeply unlikable woman who never had kids. Narcissism, it makes you happy. Feminists like Chelsea Handler, they've been lied to by their society forever. That you could be a girl boss and you can do anything a man can do, which everyone who's ever seen a woman back up a vehicle knows that's not true. Your womb resembles a dried up tumbleweed blowing down an old western town and your Valentine's Day date for the 10th year in a row is a 10-year-old copy of Magic Mike and a half full bottle of Xanax and you're trying to pretend like you're happy but you're not happy. This lady is miserable. I mean, she is miserable and it's written all over her face how miserable she is. Is she? (laughs) Well, the response video is hilarious. She is delighted (laughs) that she is living rent-free in these idiots. (laughs) She starts the clip by saying, I woke up this morning to discover that there had been a meeting of the receding hairline society to discuss a satirical video I made about not wanting to have kids. Why would I even need my own children when I get to hear these crybabies? <laughs> she goes on, she's poking fun at them. But one of the lines that really gets me, and I was like, yes, you know, she's making cracking jokes. And then she says, to, uh, to, I think she's addressing um, Tucker Carlson. Are you upset about my freedoms or upset that you haven't been able to take them away yet? Mm. Which for me is the mic drop, right? Because there is something about Chelsea Handler that really grinds the gears of these conservative men. And I think it's that she's so attractive. 
I think that there's something that's that like they just like nothing makes a conservative man angrier than the idea that a woman who they'd like to possess has the power to say no to their efforts to possess her. Mm. And they're so angry about all the agency she has, the agency to say yes or no, you know, to children and, and to decide what she does with her body, that the money to be able to make these decisions and live without a man, that's what makes them angry. She's a threat to the very fabric of the society that they are so desperate to maintain. Mm. And that's a society in which men like them have ultimate power over the lives of women. Anyway, she kind of knows this because she says, I think we both know that you are hate masturbating to me. (laughs) Great. Well, I'm glad I know who she is now. All right, Taryn. Hello. What are you working on this week? So when I talk about, so in football, okay, I talk about players a lot and how they're performing and if they're a good player or not and if I like them as a player or not. And something comes up quite a lot. There is a phrase. Um, non-linear progression and what that means sometimes is that there will be a 16 or 17 year old who bursts onto the scene who is stunning magnificent who you go wow what an incredible player and then she has a couple of bad seasons because she is still young and she is still learning and there's probably things happening in her life because she's 18, 19 and god knows those are terrible years to be alive (laughs) you know, there's, there's, there's things going on. Maybe they've moved to a different club. Maybe they're playing a different position, whatever. And then they get a bit older again and you go, oh, wow, no, this this is a good player. It's not linear, right? Maybe there was an injury, something. And she comes out the other side, you go, well, she's better than when she was 16, 17. She's way better. That is the same when you are recovering uh, from illness or injury or anything that is long-term. It's not linear, there are times when you can walk 15 minutes to the shops and get a halloumi roll. And there are times when you can barely get out of bed. And uh, that's been me uh, in in the past week or so. So I uh, am currently undertaking my sea license coaching course in, in football, which yep. involves uh, at the moment three weekends in a row of uh, practical things so there's some like theory we get in a classroom we do stuff together but a lot of it is people putting on sessions uh some of the course actually participating in the drills which obviously i'm not doing but a lot of standing around outside uh mm-hmm. it's it's been very hot in melbourne over the past few days and uh on sunday afternoon i had an episode i'm gonna call it mm-hmm. uh of which i haven't had in a very long time but essentially I uh, I was already not feeling very good and I made the mistake of putting my hands above my head uh, to throw a ball back. And that simple movement uh, wrecked me. It, I, it sent me to this massive dizzy spell. I couldn't really see straight. I, couldn't, I wasn't really speaking coherently. Um, it was already very hot. And I'd had like three or four liters of water, but it just it just wasn't enough. And uh, it was the end of a two-day weekend. So um, luckily, uh, one of the other participants in the course actually has pots, so I knew exactly what I was trying to, what I was talking yeah, about. When was, I was, that was a fluke. It was such a fluke because I was like sort of, you know, going, oh, you know, like, like, uh, uh, 
what was I trying to say? Uh, I was saying, oh, you know, it's like a blood circulation issue. You know, I need salt. Like, oh, you know, don't don't worry. You know, it's hard to explain. And she was like, oh, do you have pots? And I was like, yeah, I've got pots. And she was like, great, I have pots. Come with me. <laughs> so she uh, and, and a couple of the other uh, girls took me inside. Um, and I put my feet up and I, and I had some salt and uh, had some food. And I, and I sort of recovered. But since then, I've been really really tired it's it's been tough uh especially since i had to do a match report that night and i was whoa, it wasn't my best work all of this has reminded me yet again as if i need more reminders that even though i can feel on top of the world one week and i can feel like the worst is behind me and i can feel like well I can do everything now. Like, it's just a matter of time. It's just a matter of building up my muscles and my strength. I get brought back down to earth really, really quickly. Hmm. So last week, we were talking about, uh, you know, my 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 thing for, for the next uh, fortnight was going to be to make sure that I'm doing my exercises four times a day. And I had that hmm. in my head because I, I thought very naively hmm. that this was you know, I was sort of done and all that, all that was in front of me was exercises like rehabbing from an injury. Uh, and it's simply not the case. I've still, you know, my health is still bad. I still have pots. You've still I'm, got that athlete mindset. That, that uh... Yeah, I've still got that athlete mindset. And this, you know, might be with me for the rest of my life. You know, I mm. spoke about that at the very beginning and every time I have like a good moment, I think, ah, oh, it's behind me now. And it was all in, you know, uh, I was just being fatalistic and I was just being dramatic and actually it's all good. No, like it legitimately might be with me for the rest of my life. Like yeah, this yeah, is not, yeah. no, it's not a drill. Yeah. So for the next fortnight, I well, definitely for the next week, I'm going to need to focus on recovering from this flare because you know, it's going to take me most of this week to recover from. Um, and even this morning, you know, uh, I needed hydrolyte, compression, feet were up for a lot of this morning. You know, it's it's ongoing. It's ongoing. Mm. Um, and when I talk about, you know, progression, it's not just, oh, well, today I can walk 10 minutes and tomorrow I can walk 15. That's not just what progression is. Progression is also... Uh, time it's also learning it's also education it's mindsets all of those things as well uh because progression mm. is not linear it never ever is mm. things shit happens constantly mm. so i guess for me again for the next few weeks it's it's that focus on on my health and that focus on uh feeling comfortable with myself not pushing myself yeah. and, and i think that's that's the kind of the point of the minimum baseline method mm. is you're supposed to take a long view of your goal. Yeah. We all underestimate what we can do in a year and overestimate what we can do in a day. Mm. It's freeing. Oh, God, I like yeah. it. I really like that as a concept. Yeah. I have had a tough week this week at Minnow. I've just worked the last 10 days straight uh, prepping for a four-day trade fair. It's a big process. It's a big commitment and it's a lot of money. Things didn't go as well as we had hoped. Sometimes I feel like Minnow is like a bad boyfriend 
be like, you kind of think that everything's getting, oh, it's okay. It's getting better. He's, you know, he's going to change. It's okay. And then, you know, because Minnow is two steps forward, one step, you know, three steps back sometimes, and certainly over the last couple of years with the pandemic and all this money that we've had tied up in stock in the US that hasn't moved because of COVID and it's, been tricky to really make a decision because we will suddenly get a big retailer like Rebel or Nordstrom and then we'll slog away at it for 12 months and not make much progress at all or you know we'll lose momentum bushfires will happen or covid will happen or floods will happen or <laughs> all of them Any all number at once. <laughs> recession, all of the things that have happened over the last couple of years. Because we haven't been able to step back and take an objective view of the business, we've just kept swimming. I think my job for this week is going to be to call advisory board meeting and just get some input from mentors and advisors that have a better sense of what's going on globally and you know what our options are going forward. So that's going to be my small dumb thing, I think. Also, I've got the stupid triathlon on the weekend. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So I went on on a surf and yoga retreat last weekend. It was beautiful. So nice. And I kicked a rock coming off the board and injured my toe. I think I've sprained it and I took a big chunk of the nail off. So I haven't been able to run. Not that I was doing much running anyway (laughs) like turning up once a week to hobble around the bay oh my god Um, so sam is actually going to do the run so i have somehow managed to turn my triathlon into a swim so i'm doing the swim my friend's doing the run and sam's gonna sorry my friend's doing the bike and sam's gonna do the run (laughs) i love that anyway it's doable it's it'll be done it'll be fine that's so sweet of Sam. <laughs> I love that. That makes me really happy. Like I know that it's like shit that you injured yourself, but yeah, that makes yeah, me smile. He stepped in to do my run. I mean, it's annoying that he can. He's just. He's so. He just built like the boys, right? That's where they get their athleticism from. Yeah. He just decides. Oh, I'm just going to run the five k for you with zero training, and he just mm-hmm. can. He goes for a couple of practice runs late at night after the, he's put the boys to bed, and you know he's ready for a five k. Like, fuck you, Sam. <laughs> this this used to be me. So pre illness, um, I remember there was this 5k run I remember it so well because this is with my ex and they'd been training for ages and doing all this stuff and I just rocked up and ran 5k's from nothing (laughs) and everyone was like what the fuck Taryn anyway have we have we discussed your small dumb thing for the week not really I mean it's kind of tricky because I I, my small dumb thing last week didn't come off but I don't want to I feel is your small dumb thing for the week to rest and recover yeah like it literally is uh so are you going to commit to that and not feel guilty if you sit on the couch and watch football manager yes yes great I have to. I don't so we're know. making time for rest. Yes. And again, it's like one of those things, like, I was like incoherent on Monday and then I still had two podcasts to record. <laughs> oh my God. I don't know. You just, like, I just do it. All right, Stacey, shall we uh, wrap it up there? Wrap with, this with... up. Taryn, where can the people find us? 
You can find us on our website at minimumbaseline.com. Have you just like punched, mashed the keyboards with your fist? <laughs> no, it just does that. I didn't do that. Where you can find us. All right. You can find us on our website at minimumbaseline.com, Instagram at minimum.baseline, Twitter at minimumbaseline, or you can follow me on Twitter at Taryn Hedo. Five-star reviews help us reach other normies who might be trying to become incrementally less shit. Please jump on your podcast app of choice and leave us some feedback. You can follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or on our RSS feed on our website. Thank you and goodbye. Goodbye.